12 lines to the top of and the Mishnah will discuss a case where Reuben was potentially married to five different women. We will call them one, two, three, four, and five. And also, we will sometimes call them Rachel, Leah, Bila, Zilpa, and Dina. And the Mishnah states, If Edom came and told Reuben that wife number one, Rachel, died, and based on the testimony of these two Edom, Reuben went and got married to Leah, who is Rachel's paternal sister, Rachel half sister and then Mesa Venasa and then Adam came and said wife number two Leah died and then Reuben went and got married to Leah's half sister Leah's maternal sister let's call her Billah of course at this point even though wife number two is related to wife number one and wife number two is also related to wife number three but wife number one and number three are not related at all and then Mesa Venasa and then Adam came and said that wife number three died Billah died and then Reuben went and married wife number four he married Zilpah who was wife number three's paternal sister. And of course, wife number four is related to wife number three, but wife number four is not related to wife number one or number two. And then Mesa Venasa Ima, wife number four died, Zilpah died. And then Reuven got married to wife number five, the paternal sister of Zilpah, and we will call her Dina. So in this case, of course, wife number five is related to wife number four, but wife number five is not related to wife one, two, or three. And the mission now teaches us, if there's a case where all the these five women are found to be alive, then Reuven is mutter to wife number one, number three, and number five, because of course all of those are not related to each other. And if Reuven would die without having any children, and his brother Shimon, for example, would go and do Yibamochalitza to Rachel, to wife number one, then it would pata wife number three and number five from having Yibamochalitza, because of course wife one, three, and five are all valid wives, and by doing Yibamochalitza to any of them, then it patters the others from having Yibam Achlitza and they will be Mutal and they would not be Zakakul Yibam any longer. And the Mishnah continues, that Ruven would be Asa to number two and number four because once Ruven married wife number one, so of course number two is the sister of wife number one and therefore Ain Kedushin type Simba. And the same applies to woman number four once Ruven's Kedushin was Chal with number three, so then of course number four cannot have Kedushin because she was a Chais Ishtai of number three and therefore in Kedushin Taisimba. And in a case where Reuben dies without having any children and Shimon comes and does Bia and wants to do Yibam with number two or number four, of course that Yibam doesn't do anything because of course number two and number four were never actually married to Reuben and therefore of course number one, three and five would still have a Chiv of Yibam and Chalitza and it would still be a Shemaris Yavim and Zakaklu Yibam. And Rashi just points out how is that we said that Reuben can and be married to wife number three if Lemaisa, she is a half-sister to woman number two, and Reuben tried to marry wife number two, and he had a beer with her. And Rashi explains that although it's true that Reuben tried to marry woman number two, but Lemaisa, the Kedusha, was not typhus by her, because of course, she was a isha of wife number one, and therefore Rashi, so she is like an anusa mefuta, but Tani will isha mutalisa that if you ma'anis a woman, you allowed to marry her daughter and the also Torah that Torah only asked the sister of your wife and since Kedushin wasn't typhus to woman number two therefore Lav he of course she's not your wife and number three is not also based on being a Chais Ishtai and the Mishnah continues and we're going to explain the Mishnah exactly like the Gemara will explain it in a moment and if he had a relationship with the second woman after they know for certain that the first woman died so in this case 
case, he would actually be mutter to woman number two and number four. They would be considered his valid wives. And this is Pasha. Since we know that wife number one died, therefore, of course, Reuben had a right to marry wife number two, who was her half-sister. And then afterwards, he couldn't marry wife number three because, of course, she was wife number two's half-sister. And after that, Reuben had a right to marry woman number four because, of course, woman number four was not related to his current wife, woman number two. And the Paitrits are saying, and if Reuben dies without having children and Shimon now has Yibam or Chalitza with number two or number four, then, of course, it patters the other one because, of course, it's a valid Yibam or Chalitza and now they would not be Zakhal Yibam any longer. However, in this case, Reuben would actually be Asa to woman number three and number five because, of course, he's Asa to woman number three because she's a Chais Ishtai of wife number two and he's Asa to number five because she's a half-sister to wife number four. And the mission continues, and if Reuven died without having any children, and now his brother Shimon does Yibam Ochalitza with woman number three or number five, then that Yibam Ochalitza was meaningless because, of course, woman number three and number five were not married to his brother Reuven at all, and therefore, of course, doing Yibam Ochalitza with number three or number five doesn't help at all, and of course, Shimon would have to do Yibam Ochalitza to number two or number four. And before we continue with the second part of the Mishra, which is really a brand new topic, we will just explain the din of a Ben Tashashan V'yemechad. We know that if there's a male that's a cotton that's nine years old in a day, then any beer that he has is considered a beer. So for example, if a nine-year-old has a relationship with an Eshesish, then that Eshesish would be Chayiv Misa because she was Mizana. However, of course, the child who is a cotton would not be Chayiv Misa because he's not a Bar Einshin. And as we'll see in a moment, when a child that's nine years old and one day has a beer with a Shemeris Yavam, with a Yavama, at most Rabbanan considered this beer to be on the level of a Maimah and not to be considered a Yibam Mamish. And if we show them have a Shaila, some we show them hold that actually a beer of a cotton is actually Kaina a Yibama Midiraisa. However, the Rabbanan said that we only give it a status of a Maimah. And other we show them hold that although it's true that a beer of a child that's nine years old in one day is considered a beer, however, he's not Kaina Yibama on the Raisadic level. And only with Rabbanan, we allow this to work as if he was kind of based on Maimo. And keep in mind, this is the Shita of our Mishnah and the Shita of the Tanakama on that Tzadik Vavam Beis. However, we'll see the Shita of Rabbi Shimon on that Tzadik Vavam Beis that he is misupik as to what the status is of the beer of a Ben Tashan Echad. On the one side, he says that maybe it's Koinim Mamish and it's considered a complete Kenyan Midraisa. On the other hand, he says maybe it's not considered anything and it's not even considered a Maimo Drabonon. And we will read the rest of the Mishnah pretty quickly because we will see that the Gemara will ask a couple of questions on this Mishnah, and then the Gemara will actually say, and at that point, we'll understand the Mishnah that much better. Mishnah continues, And the Mishnah teaches us that if there's a cotton that's nine years old, and he does beer to the Shemeris Yavam, then he passes her to have any relationship with the brothers, and if any of the brothers that are G'daylim do any action with this Yavama, they would also passel her to have any relationship with the Yavam that's a cotton. And the Mishnah continues and says that there is a chilah between a cotton and a gadol, Ella, who paisal chilah va'achem paisal chilah v'saif, that if a cotton has a relationship with the Yivama, that he passes her only at the beginning, which we'll explain in the Gemara, and the brothers would passel her if they had a relationship either at the beginning or the end. Ketzad, and the Mishnah gives an example, Ben Tesh Shana V'yem Echad, Shabal Yivimtai, if there's a nine-year-old that had a relationship and had a beer with his Yivama, paisal ha'yidei achin, then he passels her to the brothers and they can no longer do Yivam. And the Mishnah now says, if the brother 
brothers have a relationship with her even after the cotton had been with her, or they did maima, or they gave a get, or they did then they pass her from having any further relationship with the cotton. And we begin the Gemara in the second case in the Mishnah, we said, If Reuben had a relationship with the second woman after the first wife died, then the din was that he'd be mutter to the second and to the fourth woman, they become his wives. However, the third and fifth wife would not be his wives. And the Gemara is, What's the difference between this case and the first case in the Mishnah? Where in the first case in the Mishnah also, we said that the first wife died. So Rav Sheshesh says, as we explain the Mishnah, what it's referring to in the second case is that we know for certain that his first wife, Rachel, died. And therefore, at this point, when Shimon has Bia with the second woman, with Leah, then certainly he is married to her because even though she's the paternal sister of Rachel, but now Rachel already died. And therefore, the marriage to Leah, to the second woman, is valid. And once again, the marriage to the fourth woman would also be valid because there is no relationship between woman number two and woman number four. However, Reuven is not considered married to woman number three or number five because, of course, woman number three is a half-sister to woman number two and woman number five is a half-sister to woman number four. And the Gemara now jumps to the second part of our Mishnah, Ben Shanan. So the Gemara now says, Ben it's mashma, the way we understand the Mishnah is that if a nine-year-old child has a beer first before the other brothers do any other action, then he passes this woman, this Yuvama, to the other brothers. However, if he does beer after the brothers already did some sort of an action, then it will be that he doesn't pass her to the brothers. And the Gemara is, how can you take the position that if the cotton had a beer with the Yuvama, even after the point that the brothers already did an action, that the din is that that doesn't affect her at all, but already taught us, if one of the brothers that's a gadol does maima with the Yuvama, and even if after that, the brother who is a cotton now has a beer with her, it actually will cause her to become puzzle to the gadol. How can we explain the Mishnah that states that the beer of a cotton that happens after a maisa of a gadol doesn't do anything? We see from this b'risa, fakert. And the Gemara answers, Amri, that we explain as follows, be a that if the cotton does a maisa beer, so that even if he does that maisa beer, after the brother that's a gadol did a different action, then the din is that that beer could passel her from having Yibam with that brother. However, maima trila passel b'seif loy passel. However, if the cotton only does a maisa maima, then that could only effectuate the woman before the other brothers did any other maisa. However, if the brothers who are gadolim did another maisa before this cotton went and did a maima, then the maima of the cotton that comes after the action of the gadol doesn't have any effect and it can't passel this yivama to any of the brothers that are gadolim. And the Gemara now is, how can you explain that Bia of a cotton could even passel this woman from having a relationship with the other brothers, even if it came after the action of the brothers? But we learned in our Mishnah, that he, the cotton, could passel if he had this action at the beginning, which seems to be talking about Bia, and the other brothers that are Gedolim would be able to passel her to the cotton if they did an action either before the cotton did anything, or even if they did the action after the cotton had this Bia. And the Mishnah continued and it gave an exact example, Ketzad, what is the situation? Ben Teshanam v'yemechad, if there's a cotton that's a Ben Teshanam, Shabal Yuvintai, and he had a relation with the Yuvama. So you see, we're talking about Bia over here. And that Gemara says, Chesun Mechzer v'achitani, that Enechanabi, we're missing words in this Mishnah, and we have to learn the Mishnah as follows. Ben Teshanam v'yemechad, if there's a cotton that's Ben Teshanam, who paisel trila, he would passel 
the Yivama from having relations with the other brothers that are Gedolim if he acted first. However, that the brothers who are Gedolim, they could actually passel the Yivama from having any relationship with this cotton, and it doesn't make a difference if they acted first or if they acted last. And we say, what are we referring to? This is talking about a case where the nine-year-old performed a Maisa, a Maima, then of course that Maima only works prior to the Gedolim doing any action. However, if the Gedolim would do an action first, then Maima of a cotton would not work at all. But the Bia of a cotton would actually pass on the brothers, even if that Bia was performed after the brothers already did an action. And now we explain, If there's a cotton that's nine years old and he has Bia with his Yavama, either before the brothers did an action or even if the brothers already performed an action, the din is that this Yavama would be Asa to the brothers that are Gedolim, even though the cotton's Bia only happened after the brothers already performed an action. And the Gemara now is, even though from our Mishnah we never spoke about the concept of Maima, however, we just explained that if a child that is a cotton performs Maima to a Shemeris Yavam prior to the other brothers doing any other act, then he would pass her from having a relationship with any of the other brothers that are Gedolim. But the Gemara is, is it true that the Maima of a cotton could actually pass the Shemeris Yavam to the brothers that are Gedolim? There's a cotton that's nine years old, who pays he's able to cause a soul to the brothers based on one thing and the brothers could pass all the Shemeris Yavam to him through four things and the Bryce explains who that he's able to pass all the brothers to have a relationship with the Shemeris Yavam if he did Bia and it seems clear that the only thing that works for the cotton is only if he does Bia but Maimah would not work at all and however the brothers could pass all the cotton either through an act of Bia Maimah get or Chalitza so the Gemara is asking that clearly we see that the only thing that works by a cotton is a beer and not maima at all. And the Gemara responds, and this b'risa will only try to tell you things that are much more chamer. So therefore, beer, the pasal beim betchilu beim since beer passels if the cotton does a beer either before the brothers act or even after the brothers act and do any of the other maisim, either beer, maima, chalitza, or a get. So therefore, it's something that's psikalei, and that's why the b'risa brings it down. However, maima, the betchilu pasal betchilu pasal, since as we already discussed and we already said in Chesurah that the din is that a cotton that does Maimah can only possibly does that before the brothers take any other action and that's the only way that the Shemer Yavim will be us to the other brothers however if he does Maimah after the brothers then it actually doesn't have any effect at all therefore since it's not Psikalei so that's why the Tan of this Baisa didn't count it amongst the ways that a cotton could effectuate and could possible the Shemer Yavim to the brothers even though of course if he actually did Maimah prior to the brothers taking on any other action, then of course it would actually work and he would pass all the Shemar Yavam from having any relationship with the other brothers. And the Gemara continues, Itman Nami, we also learned on Rabbi Yudom and Shmuel, Rabbi Huda says the name of Shmuel, Yeshla Get, that a cotton has the ability to give a get to a Yavama and that would actually effectuate that now she would not be able to have Yibam from the other brothers. And Rashi explains, Yeshla Get, the Paislali Day Achen, that it would pass all the brothers from doing Yibam, the Kaimalao, but Kibin Shalai Bana, Shubla Yivna, because at this point that he gave her a get, it's as if he already was married to her and he gave her a get, and therefore now no one else could do Yibam based on the din that we had, Kivin Shleibana, Shuvlo Yivna. And even though Rabbi Yehuda doesn't mention Maima, but of course Maima would work as well. And keep in mind that both Maima and Get, that is done by a cotton, would have to be done prior to any of the other brothers performing any other act. And the Gemara continues, Bavimi says that a cotton has the ability to do Maima before the other brothers do anything else, and if he does Maima, then this woman would 
not be able to have Yibam with any of the other brothers that are G'daylim. And Rishonim explained that according to Rav Tachliv Bavimi, even though he says that if a cotton does Maima prior to any of the other Maisim of the Gadol, then the din is that this Shemeris Yavon would be also to the Gadol. However, he argues on the din of Rabbi Yudah Mishmol, and he holds that even if a cotton would give a get to this woman prior to the brothers doing any action, this get would not have any effect, and she could still get married and do Yibam to any of the brothers that are G'daylim. And the Gemara continues, Tali Nami Hachi, we actually have a Brisa that says, similar to Shmuel, that Yesh Legat, Yesh Lemaima, Divra the Rameya says that if prior to any of the other brothers doing any action, a cotton goes and does Maimo or gives a get to the Shemer Selvam, then this Shemer Selvam would be also to have any other relationship with the other brothers that are G'daylim. And the Gemara is, Besav Rameya Yesh Legat, you tell me that Rameya agrees to the dinner of Rabbi Huda that a cotton has a right to give a get prior to the other brothers doing any action, but Tani will enter Brisa, also be a Spentesha Kamayim Begadol. Tanakama teaches us similar to the din that we learned in the Mishnah that if a cotton goes and has beer with the Shemeris Yavam, the din is that it's considered as if he did Maima to this woman, and therefore she would now be also to any of the other brothers. And Rameo, I mean Rameo states, also Chalitza's Bentesha could get the Gadol. Now, although we know that if a Gadol does Chalitza to a Shemeris Yavam, that she is able to now go and marry Lashuk, and she's not Zokalibab any longer. However, Rameo explains that if the cotton does Chalitza to a Shemeris Yavam, then it's like a get that was given by a Gadol, and just like a get that was given Gadol doesn't allow a woman to go and marry Lashuk, it only passes her that she can no longer have Yibam performed to her, so therefore, this Chalitza the cotton will have the same effect, and the only din would be that now this woman can no longer have Yibam, but this Chalitza that was performed by the cotton does not allow her to go and marry Lashuk. And the Gemara is, Vim Isa, and if it's true that Rameh holds, that Yesh get that a child that's nine years old can give a get to a Shemeris Yavam, and it would have an effect and would cause that the brothers cannot do Yibam with her any longer, so why do Rameh say that also Chalitza ben Tesha could get begadol? It just say kigitai like the get of a cotton. And why did it actually specifically use kiget begadol? It must be because a cotton doesn't have the ability to give a get at all, according to Rameya. And before we get to the Gemara's terrace, let's just explain the machlekes between Rav Gamliel and Chachamim if yesh get get or in get get. Rav Gamliel holds that if a person gives a get to a shemeres yavam, then that get effectuates the fact that now we look at him as if he actually was married to this woman, and now he gave a get, and therefore he would be also to a kravim. However, Rav Gamliel holds that once one brother gave a get, then he already took off any possible zika that was with this woman, and therefore another brother cannot give a get, and if he gives a get, it doesn't effectuate anything, and he would still be mutter to a kravim. And the Rabbanon hold it doesn't make a difference how many brothers give a get, all of the brothers that gave a get would be also to kravim, even if they specifically weren't the ones who did chalitza to her at the end result. Now let's see the Gemara's Tarot. So Amr of Hunur Brader of Yeshua, Islay Vizuta, that when Rameh said that a cotton has the ability to give a get to a Shemeris Yavim, of course that's correct, that a cotton can give a get. However, it's not considered on the same level as the get of a Gadol. And therefore, Levagamliel, the Amr in Gedach Get, a coiner of Gamliel Shita that holds that a get cannot be given after another get, Hanimil Begadach Gadol. That's if it's on the same level. And if a Gadol gave a get and then another Gadol gave a get, then we say in Gedach Get. And therefore, the second person that gave the get is not going to be also to the craving of the Shemeris Yavim. The same thing with Katanach Katan. If one 
cotton and gave a get, and then another cotton gave another get, then the same did apply. The first cotton would be Asad Akravim, the second cotton would not be Asad Akravim. However, Avagadal Akhakotan, if there was a Godal that gave a get, after a cotton gave a get, then Mahani, even a Quintrab Gamil, that get would have the power to Asa that Godal to Akravim. And when the Braisa before stated that Lafira Maya, Asakhlitz Benteshak get the Godal, it's actually telling us a Khidish, a Quintrab Gamil, that even though a Quintrab Gamil, a get of a cotton is a Shvacha get, however, if you have a Chalitza of a nine year old child, that's strong enough and is considered at the same level of a get by a Godal, and therefore, let's say a Chalitza was done by a cotton and then a get was performed by a Godal, the get actually would have a din of in get after get, and the Godal would not be also to the Kravim of the Shemeris Yavam. And the Rabbanon, according to Rabbanon, the army that they hold, Yesh get after get, that always we say that a get has an effect after another get, and both of the people that gave a get would be also to the Shemeris Yavam's Kravim. That's only if the get was on the same level, and then we say that each get works and has an ability to effectuate the Issa to her Kravim. However, if after a Godal already gave a get, a cotton now tries to give a get, that actually would not effectuate any Issa to the cotton, and we would say, because that get is a weaker get than the Godal's get. When he said, is talking about a case where a Godal went and gave a get to a Shemer Yavam, and then a cotton did a Chalitza. So if in this case the cotton would have given a get to her, so of course the cotton's get would not effectuate anything, because as we said, that the Rabbanon agree that a get of a cotton after the get of a gadol does not effectuate anything, and we would say, in get. However, since after the gadol already gave a get, the cotton actually performed Chalitza, and we look at the Chalitza of the cotton as if a gadol gave a get, therefore now we have a get that was given by a gadol, and a get that was given by a gadol, and therefore the craving of the Shemer Yavam will be also to the gadol that gave the get, and also to the cotton that did Chalitza. And we continue on that Tzadik Vavam Beis at the Mishnah, Ben Teshon the mission over here is discussing a case where Reuben was married to Rachel and then Reuben died and left over two brothers who were Katanim. And the first brother, let's call him Shimon, went and had beer with his Shemer Yavim with Rachel. And then and then the second brother, Levi, also had beer with his Shemer Yavim with Rachel. So Paisal Yadah, the din is that he passes Shimon from having any further relationship with Rachel. Even after Shimon becomes a Godel, he still won't be able to do Yibam to Rachel. And Rashi explains, because over here, we look at the Bia of a Ben Teshon B'yemechad, as we explained before, the Fidra Banan, as if you perform Maimah, and we know that if someone does Maimah after Maimah, that they're both Typhus, and since the second brother, who we call Levi, has to give a get to Rachel, therefore, there's a din of Kim Shalai Bana, Yivna, at this point, since there was a get involved, therefore, no one could do Yibam at this point. The Mishnah continues, Rav Shimon says that the Bia of the second cotton doesn't pass all Rachel on the first brother and Rashi explains this based on the Marshach as we explained Rav Shimon is of the opinion that there's a suffolk over here if the Bia Ben Teshonim is considered a valid Yibam Midraisa or it's not considered anything it's not even considered Maimah and therefore on the side that the Yibam of the first brother was a valid Yibam even though he was a cotton so then of course the Bia of the second brother doesn't do anything because Rachel was already married to Shimon and on the side that even though a Bia of a Ben Tashanam V'yoyim Echad is considered a Bia, but Ben Gei Yibam is not considered anything and it can't actually effectuate any Kenyan. So then, just like it didn't effectuate any Kenyan for Shimon, so it won't effectuate any Kenyan for Levi either. And therefore, Zakhrab Shimon, Mimanashach, Rachel will still be Mutter to have relationship and to do Yibam 
with the first brother once he becomes a gadol. Now Rashi is bothered that Lechayra on the side that we said that the Bia of the first brother is actual Bia and he's Kainer Ahaziyavama. So Lechayra then right afterwards she was now an Ashishish and if the other brother goes and has Bia with her and of course the Bia of Ben Tashan Echad is a Bia. So Lechayra he was born Ashish Ach and of course that was Shalai B'Makam Mitzvah because she was now married to Shimon and Lechayra it should passel her on Shimon because of course anyone that has a Bia Issa would be Asa Labal and Asa Labal. So Rashi says that we have to say that the Bia of the second brother of Levi was only done Bishoiging, and therefore, of course, the Bia of the second brother did not Asa her on the first brother, and she could remain married to the first brother. And the Mishnah's first case was a case where Reuben was married to Rachel, and then Rachel fell Yibam to two Ketanim. Now, the Mishnah's next case is a case where Reuben was married to two wives. Reuben was married to Rachel and to Leah, and then Reuben died, and she fell Yibam to to his brother who was a cotton, as well as to other brothers. So, Ben Echad Shabal it is a case where a cotton who's Tashanavim Echad had a beer with Rachel, for example, Vaakim Baal and then he had another beer with Leah, then because he had a beer to Leah, it passes him from having any further relationship with Rachel, and as Rashi says, certainly he would be Asa to Leah as well. And the reason why he would be Asa to Rachel is because once he does Yibam to Leah, which is considered a Maimah, and therefore he did a maima acha maima, but that maima is chal, he would have to give a get to Leah, and then, as we said before, we have a din of kivin shleibana shul yivna. and the reason why he would be also to Leah is because the moment that he did a biyah, and he did maima to Rachel, then right away he became also to do another biyah, another maima to Leah, because the Pasuk says by his echru, by that he could only do yibam once, and he can't do yibam a second time. And the Mishnah continues, Rav Shimon argues in the Tanakhama, and he says that even though this Yavam, that's a cotton, was born in Shemer's Yavam and then born once again on Hatsara, the Yavam would still not be Asa to the first one that he had beer with. And the reason is because, as we said before, Rab Shimon is Mesopic as to the status of a beer of a cotton in relation to the din of Yibam. And let's see Rashi inside. Rab Shimon, Oimel Loi Paisel, the Rab Shimon, Bias Bentesha Loi Kanyu Mishaira. According to Rab Shimon, he doesn't agree with the Tanakama that the beer of a nine year old child is not Kaina, but it actually leaves over some sort of a Kenyan, and therefore it's almost like a maimah. The status of a beer of a cotton is that it's a suffix if maybe it's a koina in Gadzin or maybe it's not koina at all. If it's going to be koina, then it's mamish koina legami. And if so, when the Yavam did beer with the first woman, he was koina legami midderaisa and she became his wife. And therefore, in the first case of our Mishnah, as we explained, the beer of his brother did not actually work. And therefore, the same applies in our case that we're learning right now, his beer that he does with the Tzara wouldn't take effect at all because he was already considered married to the first woman. And Rashi continues, Ve'ilav kanya, and if the beer of the cotton does not do anything and it's not kind at all, it's as if he wasn't boiled at all, not to the first woman, not to the second woman, and therefore it's mutter now to go and get married and do yibam to the first woman. But of course you can't go and have yibam to the second woman, because maybe on the tzad that Bia was kainah to the first woman and therefore the second woman of course is Asatim because of the Issa of not doing Yibam to two women and by extension of course she'd be Asatim because she's and we begin the Gemara and the Gemara will discuss the first case of a Mishnah where there was one Shemar Yisrael that fell Yibam to two Ketanim and the Gemara says Tanim will to the Brisa explained the Shita to the Chamim and he said if the first Bia of the first brother was considered 
a beer, beer shnir in a beer, then the second beer of the second brother, of course, is not considered a beer because the first one is already married to her and it's a proper yibum. Vitim beer, we shine any beer, and if we consider the beer of the cotton not to be a beer at all, and it's not even considered a maimah, so beer shnir, nami ain't a beer, then the second beer is also not considered a beer, and therefore, of course, as we explained from Rashi, that this woman would definitely be mutter to the first brother that did the beer, but she would not be mutter to the second brother because there is a tzad that she actually had a proper beer and a proper yibum from the first cotton, and therefore she was properly married to that first cotton, and therefore, of course, she can't have a beer with the second brother. Now, of course, we have to say, as Rashi explained before, that the second brother did not have a beer with her, Bemezid, because if the beer was Bemezid, then of course, he would ask her because he was born on Eishas Ach, Shaloi B'mak Mitzvah, and he was actually born on Eishas Ish as well, based on the time that the first beer of the cotton was a proper beer, and of course, that would ask her on her husband because she would be Asalabal, but Asalabayal. And Gemara continues and says, Masisin like Benazai, that the Tanakam of our Mishnah is not like Shitas Benazai, because the Tanakam of our Mishnah holds that the beer of a Yavama is considered like a Maima, and in both cases of our Mishnah, he said that we say Yesh Maima because in our Mishnah we see that Tanakama said that Yesh Maima it doesn't make a difference if the case was like an erasure where there were two brothers who were the Yavamin and there was one Yavama, or in the case of the Sefer, where there was one Yavam and there were two wives that fell the Yibam, Rachel and Leah fell the Yibam. In both cases, we said Yesh Maima but we know that Benazi doesn't hold like that. The Tanya we learned to the Brayso, Benazi Oimah, Yesh Maima the only time we say that a Maima could work after Maima is only when there were two brothers and there was only one Yavama. Then we say that each of the brothers Maima have the capacity to take effect on the Yavama. However, he holds in the second case of our Mishnah where there were two women, there was Rachel and Leah that fell to Yibam in front of one Yavam, our Mishnah held that Yesh Maima Maima. But as Benazi says in the Brisa, clearly he holds that there is no din of Maima Maima when there are two Yavamas and only one Yavam, because when there's one Yavam, that Yavam only has the power to go and be Makadish one woman. And once he's Makadish one woman, he doesn't have any power left to go and be Makadish the second woman. And we continue with the new Mishnah, if a cotton that's nine years old, Shabal Yavintai, and he has beer with his Yavama, Umais, and then he dies, in this case, if of course there's another brother, that brother has to do Chalitza to this woman, and he cannot do Yibam. And the reason is because we look at Rachel as if she has Zika from two brothers at one time, because after the first brother died, she was Zakat Yibam based on having been married to the first brother, and he died without having children. And then after the cotton did beer with her, which was only a Maimon, didn't pull off the Zika of the first husband completely. And therefore, at this point, that the second brother also died. So at least on a Drabandika level, it's considered like she is coming to have Yibam from the Koyach of two brothers. And we learned on the Flamet Alf, Mishaleh, Zikas Yavim Echad, Veloy Shaleh, Zikas that the only way that you have a Din of Yibam is only if she's attached to the Yavim based on one attachment and not based on attachment that comes from two brothers. And the Mishnah now teaches us a simple din, Nasa Isho Meis Harezu Betura. And if a cotton tries to marry a woman and then he dies and he didn't have children, then even though he had brothers, this woman doesn't fully Yibam to the brothers because, of course, even though the beer of a cotton is considered a beer, Lugabe Rais, for example, however, Benegea Kedushin, his Kedushin is not a Dal Kedushin because in Kenyan Cotton Clum, actually, Bay Cyrus, the Kenyan of a cotton is not considered anything until he brings two Cyrus and he becomes a valid Godal. And the Mishnah continues with another case, if Ruvain dies and he leaves over Rachel as Shemeris Yavim, and then his brother, who's a cotton, will call him Shimon, has beer with Rachel. And as we explained before, according to Tanakama, 
If a cotton has a beer with a shemer yavam, then that beer is considered like a maimo. And then when Shimon gets older and he becomes a gadol, he actually marries another woman, let's call her Leah, and then Shimon dies. So at this point, both Rachel and Leah fall even to the rest of the brothers. In Leodas, we show him a and the Mishnah states that if Shimon never had another beer with Rachel from the point that he already became a gadol, so then, the first wife, Rachel, you would have to do Chalitza and not Yibam, because of course, she is now Zakuk to Yibam based on the original marriage to Ruben, as well as to the marriage which was only Maima to Shimon. And as we said before, there's a problem of However, since Shimon's marriage to Leah was an actual proper marriage, therefore, his brothers would have to do Chalitza or Yibam to Leah. Now, of course, someone may ask that why is it that the brothers have to do Chalitza to Rachel and they also have to do Chalitza and Yibam to Leah? Let's say they would do Chalitza or Yibam to Leah, Lechayr, Chipata, Rachel as well. And the Territ, of course, is Pashat that if the brothers do Yibam or Chalitza to Leah, then Enochanami, of course, if Shimon would have been a Gadol when he had this beer with Rachel, then of course Rachel would be considered his valid wife. And therefore, of course, when the brothers do a Yibam or Chalitza to Leah, that actually would Pata Hatzara and would Pata Rachel as well. However, over here, of course, since Shimon only had a beer with Rachel when he was a cotton, so therefore he actually was not completely married to Rachel. It was only considered like a Maima, and really Rachel still has Zika from her original husband Ruben, and therefore, of course, the brothers that do Yibam or Chalitza to Leah can't take off the Zika that Rachel has from her original husband Ruben, and therefore they would have to do Chalitza to Rachel, but of course they can't do Yibam, as we said before, because Mishalah, Zika's Yavim Echad, and the mission continues. Rab Shimon, I remember Yabim la'izu shiyitzav v'chayil slishniyah. Rab Shimon holds that the brothers could do yibum to either Rachel or Leah, and then they could do chalitza to the other one. And this is based on the same idea that we said before that according to Rab Shimon, the beer of a bentes is a suffix if it's considered a valid yibum or it's not considered anything. And therefore, according to Rab Shimon, if the beer that Shimon did to Rachel while he was a cotton is considered a yibum, so then of course now it's considered that he was married to both Rachel and to Leah, and therefore, in a chenami, if the brothers would do Yibam or Chalitza to either Rachel or to Leah, then of course, it would part to the other one, and really, you don't need anything else. However, on the tzad that the Yibam that Shimon did to Rachel when he was a cotton was not considered anything, then the brothers could still do Yibam or Chalitza, either, of course, to Shimon's valid wife, to Leah, or they could even do Yibam or Chalitza to Rachel, because there is only Zikas Yavim Echad on Rachel, and there is no Zikas Neyavim, because of course, since according to the Tzad, Shimon's beer, when he was a cotton, was not considered a beer at all and didn't do anything. So therefore, of course, she still has the status of being connected completely to Ruvain and has no connection to Shimon at all. And of course, the brothers can now not do Yibam to both of these women because on the Tzad, that Shimon's beer as a cotton was considered a val beer to Rachel. So then Shimon was actually married to both Rachel and to Leah at this point. And therefore, of course, there's a din that you only could do Yibam to one of the wives and not to both wives. And just to point out the fact that Rashi actually explained that even if we would say that there are two Zikais on Rachel, however, Rav Shimon actually argues in that Gemara and Daflam and Alphamabes, and he doesn't hold up the problem of doing Yibam to someone that has the Zika of two Yivamin. And the Mishnah now ends off, that the Dina that we discussed in the Mishnah about the Bia of the Ben Teshon Echad is not only applicable to a cotton that's nine years old, but it's applicable to anyone, even someone that's 20 years old and was not because that person still has a din of a cotton. And the Gemara begins, Amr Rav, Rav states, Hadam 
This thing that we said that midrabbanon they made it hakana that if someone has zikas from two yivamen you only could do chalitza not yibum and even though the ikad din was in Abba Achin where there were multiple women over there loy tame hechad ikad tzara the ikad migzam mishum tzara that we don't say that it's only in the case over there where there was a tzara and the gzir was based on there being a tzara to hachal like a tzara because over here there was only one wife and mechalitza yibum and loy and still our mishnah said they could only do chalitza and not yibum and the mishnah continued nasi ishu mace if a cotton that was only nine years old goes and marries a woman and then he dies then of course there is no dinner of Yibam Chalitza because his marriage was not a valid marriage this mission is exactly like this Umesu, that if there was a Shaita and Katan that got married and then they died then their wives are part of Chalitza Menibam because of course they weren't really married and the Gemara continues to quote from a Mishnah that we said as we said, the first one has a problem, and therefore you can only do chalitza not yibam. However, since the second one is your actual wife, you could do either chalitza or yibam. And the Gemara is, how can you say that your real wife, you could do chalitza or yibam, but you should not be able to do yibam because she's a tzara to someone that has the issa, the rabbanon, of and as the Gemara now says, why don't we say that the beer of a nine-year-old child should be mamish like the maima of a regular gadol and just like if a gadol does maima we know that the tzara is dachy from yibam if she's a tzara of someone that has zikash teyabin so over here also Shimon's regular wife should also be dachy and should not be able to have yibam done with her because she's a tzara of someone that has zikash teyabin the Gemara answers Amurav loy also be as pentas kamaima begadol the Rav responds that the beer of a nine-year-old child is considered like a maima but doesn't have all the stringencies of a standard Maima of a gadol, it has a weaker din of Maima. However, Shmuel says asu asu that in a chenami the beer of a bentes is mamish exactly like a Maima of a gadol. The chenam Rabbechan Rabbechan also says asu asu, and therefore the Gemara is viyasu. If so, according to Shmuel Rabbechan, why don't we say that Shimon's second wife that he married once he became a gadol should not be able to have yibum performed to her because she's a tzara of someone that has zikah shneiyavmin? And the Gemara answers tanoi that in a chenami there's machlekes tanoi in between our mishnah and the mishnah. Actually, was goiza because of its tzara and said that the tzara of someone that has zikash neyavmin is also going to be also to have yibum with v'ashmin and And the case over there taught us this then when a gadol did maimah v'huah did mekatan. But in a chanami, that tana would agree that if a cotton did beer with a yivama and there's an issue of zikash neyavmin, then the tzara would also be also to do yibum v'hai the amel gadol. And the reason why over there the Tana spoke about a gadol is mishum the begadol kai over there. All the mishnayos are talking about dinim of a gadol. In the high Tana the hachas asu. However, the Tana over here holds that actually we consider that the beer of a cotton is considered mamish like the maima of a gadol. But v'loy gaza mishum tzara. The Tana over here was never gaza that a tzara of someone that has an issue of zikah shnei is also also to have yibum with and v'ashmin and bekotton v'huad the begadol. And therefore he taught us this din in Amish that's discussing the case where a cotton had beer. But the din would also be the same by the tzara of a gadol that did maimor behind the common bekotin. And the reason why he discusses the din, but the gay of cotton, the bekotin kai, because over here all the mishnayos are talking about the beer of a bentes shana v'yaim echad. And the gemara continues. Rabbi Yechelin just taught us that asu beis bent 
Hes, Kemaima Begadol. So Azur Rabbalazah, Ba'amal Shmaitza, Bey Midrasha, Rabbalazah went and said over this member Rabbechan in the base Medrash, Vale Amra, Mishmed Rabbechan. He didn't say it over in the name Rabbechan. And Shama Rabbechan, Ikbid, and Rabbechan heard that he didn't say it over in his name, and he was Makbid. So all the Kamei, Rabbami, Rabbasi, so Rabbami and Rabbasi came to Rabbechan, Amulay, and he said to Rabbechan, Loi Kachaya Maisa, Besaknes Shaktreya. A similar thing happened in Besaknes Shaktreya, Benagashi, Ishbereisha, Glustra, Shenechlubber, Rabbalazah, Rabbesi, that there was Machlekes between Rabbalazah and Rabbesi, Negea, a piece of wood that was shaped as a bar that someone wanted to go and use to lock a door on Shabbos. And there was Machlekes where Rabbalazah said, You're not allowed to go and use it to lock the door on Shabbos. It's considered Muksa. However, Rabbesi said it's Muta because it's considered a Kli because the end of it was thick enough that you could actually crush things with, and therefore you're allowed to move it on Shabbos. And because Rabbalazah and Rabbesi got so angry, Achikaru Sefetar Bechamasan, that they ripped the Sefetar through the anger. And the Gemara asked, Karusakadachmas, you think that they actually ripped it be dayim and on purpose? And Laima Shinikra Sefetar Bechamasan, that because they were angry and they were fighting while discussing the Sugya with the Sefetar, and they were pulling the Sefetar backwards and forwards, and the Sefetar and Melo ripped, and it was because they were angry that they didn't even notice that the Sefetar was about to rip. And Rabami and Rabasi now continue the story and say, Bahisham Rabesi ben Kismar, and Rabesi ben Kismar was there, and Oman, he said, to me, Ani, it would be a wonder to me, because you sowed such anger, so it would be a wonder to me if this basic lesson does not become a spot for Avedizara. And the end result was that that spot became a mocking for Avedizara. And therefore, Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi were saying to Rabbi Echon that he shouldn't get so angry because it could cause destruction. And even though Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi told this to Rabbi Echon, Rabbi Echon actually got even angrier. And he said to Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi, Are you making Rabbi Lazar, who's my Talmud, into my Chavusa? Because Rabbi Echon was explaining the reason why it was Akpada and Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Asi getting angry at each other was because they were friends and one wasn't a Talmud of the other. However, since Rabbi Lazar is my Talmud, he should have said over this member in my name and being that he didn't say so, I have a right to be angry at him. And afterwards, Rabbi Yaakov Eidi came into Rabbi Echon and he said to Rabbi Echon, the Pasuk says, but that after Moshe Rabbeinu died, the Torah is made on Yeshua that everything that Yeshua did and everything Yeshua ever said came from Moshe Rabbeinu. Do you think every time Yeshua said over a member, he always said, this is what Moshe, my Rebbe told me, El Yeshua, Yeshua would sit and dash and stam, and everyone realized that it was the Torah of Moshe. After Rabbi Lazar, Tamidcha, also Rabbi Lazar, who everyone knows is your Talmud, everyone knows that even though he doesn't say it over in your name, that of course he's saying everything that he knows over in your name. And Amal Lahem, finally Rabbi Yechon said to Rabbi Rabbi why is it that you didn't know how to be Mephias to me like Rabbi Yaakov Aidi did, which he actually was Mephias to me properly, and we will stop over here.